Welcome to the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast, where we answer your job interview questions, resume questions, and provide job search advice in only seven minutes. And now your host, Davon Goddard. Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's Davon here with the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast, where we help young professionals advance in their careers, and we do so by answering your questions. So before we jump into things, now a lot of you have been having trouble with the resume. You're getting rejected by employers. You're not sure why. You don't know what errors are in your resume. You just keep getting that denied email, right? But the thing is, your resume is going through an applicant tracking system, and that system is determining whether pretty much you're worthy enough to have a job interview and to speak to an employer and for your resume to reach the hands of a physical person. But the thing is, even if you're qualified for a job, you can still get rejected by that system, um, depending on what's preloaded into that system, what um, kind of qualifications they're going by. And that's not fair. So I have a solution for you at 7minutesjobinterview.com forward slash resume. That's the number 7, minutesjobinterview.com forward slash resume where you can just come and copy and paste your resume or you can upload your resume and you take the job description and in regards to the job you're applying for, you put, you paste that in and instantly, within a few seconds, you're going to have a full document that's going to tell you exactly what's wrong with your resume. It's going to tell you what keywords you're missing, um, formatting issues, what skills you're missing and things like that. And you can make edits to your resume and then rescan it and get a better score and then rescan it again until you feel like your resume is worthy enough. And then you can apply to jobs and it's going to help you get past those applicant tracking systems. So it was made just for that. So make sure you guys check that out. Now, with that being said, let's jump into today's question. Let's talk about what not to put on a resume. What should never, ever be included in a professional post-college resume? Now, this is a great question. So I'm going to go over a few things that should not go on your resume, and I'm going to tell you why. So the first thing that should not go on your resume is a photo. Okay, no pictures of yourself on your resume unless you're going for a modeling gig or spokesperson gig or something like that. And here's my reason for not putting a photo on the resume. Um... I don't take this as a rule of thumb sort of thing. This is just, um, just this is just me. So, for me, you don't know who's on the other end of that um, of of that of that job posting. You don't know who's getting your resume, right? And whether we like to admit it or not, people have their internal prejudices, right? Um, depending on who you are. Are you white? Are you black? Are you man? Are you female? Um, you know, what? what's your, um, are you Christian? Are you, you know, things like that. And the thing is, you don't want to sort of pretty much get denied um, based upon what you look like. And I think it all boils to that. I mean, granted, nobody can really tell who you are. I mean, no one can really tell your religion based on how they look at you in most cases. But the thing is, you don't want to... Um, as I mentioned, get denied before you actually get invited in for a job interview, before you're actually evaluated on your actual skills. And granted, it's illegal for, for employers to do this. But at the end of the day, as I mentioned, you don't know who's on the other side of that table. You don't know. Like you have no idea whatsoever. And, and they can 
If they see your resume, it's only them sitting there. They can easily put it to the side based upon what you look like. And you don't want to give them that opportunity. You want to you want them to evaluate you based off of your skills, not what you look like. Right. So that's why I don't put any photos on my resume, because as I mentioned, people have prejudices and not saying people are racist or nothing like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. Everyone has their prejudices of, you know, certain things. It can be small things. It can be big things. You judge people in the first few seconds based upon what they look like, whether you want to admit it or not. When you see someone, instant thoughts go through your head. And, you know, that can be through conditioning or what you see on TV or what you see here, what you see there. But it goes through your mind, regardless if you want to admit it or not. It's just true. And you don't want to be denied based upon what you look like. Not saying you will, but as I mentioned, you don't know who's on the other side. So that's my honest take on that. So the second thing you shouldn't put on your resume is any infographics or um, different designs. Now, I know that you don't want to be in the same pack as everyone else. You want to stand out, right? Because you know there there's like 200 applications going in for one job so you want to do what you have to do in order to stand out but sometimes that may not work now let me give you a few a few reasons why for one all right employers already have their set method on how they want to review a resume they want work experience here they want skill section here they want a professional summary here they know exactly where they want these things that way they can scan it really quickly seven to ten seconds and they can make um, they can determine whether or not they want to bring you on to the next round. Right. So when you come in with these funky designs and these infographics and these bar charts and things like that, they're not going to take the time to read that. They already don't want to read the, you know, 10s and 20s and 30s of resumes they already have. So if you come by with something different and colors everywhere and sparks flying everywhere, then they're not going to want to view it. And I should make a point that. Applicant tracking systems is what your resume goes through when you apply for a job online, okay? It has to go through a system. That system determines if you're worthy enough to actually be sent up to the employer for a human being to actually read your resume. It has to go through the system, and the system is determining it, right? And the system has its way on how it wants to read resumes. So if you do anything outside of that, you're going to be in a position in which your resume is going to automatically get rejected, even if you're qualified for the job based on formatting alone. And that's why I mentioned um, if you come over to 7minutejobinterview.com forward slash resume, you can see that you can check your formatting. Okay, once you copy and paste your resume, it's going to tell you if your formatting is correct. And if your formatting is wrong, it's going to tell you why it's wrong. And you can make those changes. But the last thing you want to do is, is get denied because... You know, you try to you try to think out the box or your formatting is off. Um, that's that's just a bad way to go out. So the next thing, um, responsibilities. So I see a lot of responsibilities on resumes, right? Responsible for this, responsible for that, responsible for doing this. Everyone has responsibilities. That's why you got the job. When you get the job, you have a set of responsibilities. Now, what we want to see on the resume are actual achievements, okay? And we call those quantifiable achievements. We want achievements on there that we can actually quantify with a uh, value to it. So don't tell me you um, process invoices for accounts payable. Don't tell me you do that. Tell me how many. Tell me you do 350 invoices per week. 
amounting to two million dollars, this and that. And what does that do for the company's bottom line? Right. You really want to take it to a point where everything is quantified if it can be. So my personal resume, every line I talk about achievements, I take that responsibility. So if they tell me I'm in charge of processing invoices, I take that and I tell them how many what system I'm using to do so, and what does that mean for the company's bottom line. I quantify everything with numbers and percentages. So go, go through your resume, and if, if, and if it's something you can quantify, make sure you do so by using numbers and percentages. How many, you know, what does this do for the company's bottom line? Um, what's the growth? Was it 10% growth, 12% growth? Break it down like that. So you want to talk about actual achievements, things you've done at the job, in those responsibilities, okay? Because you got your set of responsibilities and then you have to talk about what you've achieved given those responsibilities. So don't go to monster.com and type in your job description and then copy and paste that and put that on your resume because that's not going to work. You want to put quantifiable achievements on your resume. Now, the next thing you shouldn't put on your resume, um, this is an obvious one, is high school. You shouldn't put high school on your resume, um, especially if you went to college. I see that a lot. Um, people have their high school they went to and then they have college. I mean, if you graduated college, I'm assuming that you finished some level of high school, whether that be the GED or whether you did four years straight through high school. But regardless, don't put it on there. Just stick with college. Um, the next thing is a relevant experience. So people, they like for their resume to be filled out and just look real like meaty, right? They want, um, a bunch of experience on there so they can pretty much talk about how much experience they got and brag about how much experience they got or what have you. But the thing is, your resume should only have relevant experience, right? Relevant experience that's going to pertain to the job that you're actually applying for. Now, just because your last position is not the same as the position you're applying for does not mean that you can't take from that section and apply it to your resume. So for an example, if I'm going for a job um, within, let's say, a radio department, right? Um, let's say I wanted to be a broadcaster or something like that. And my former jobs were at Target and McDonald's and Chick-fil-A and things like that. Just because those weren't broadcasting positions, that didn't mean that I didn't learn how to talk because I did. I had to talk to customers. I had to talk to my staff. That didn't mean that I didn't learn how to manage time, you know, time management, coming in on time, leaving at a certain time, managing my task and things like that. That didn't mean that I wasn't forced to think outside the box sometimes, you know, and those are what's called transferable skills. So even if your previous job didn't correlate directly to the job that you're applying for now, it's still skills that you learn in those jobs that's going to allow you to be successful in this current job. So you have to list those on your resume. So no irrelevant experience. Now, the next thing, hobbies. So you don't want hobbies on there. Now, granted, I know you want employers to kind of know that you're, you know, you are interested in certain things, that you have certain interests. But unless the hobby is heavily correlated to the job, like if you were like a programmer or something like that and you did it on your free time and you created all these cool projects, put that on your resume. That's completely fine. But if you're going for an accounting job and you like fishing, 
I don't want to put that on the resume. You can leave that for the LinkedIn profile and things like that. Maybe find a way to slide it in the cover letter or something like that. But besides that, um, no hobbies on the resume because and it's, it's not to make you look like a robot or anything or to make you look like, you know, this this um, this corporate, you know, God or anything like that is more so. Because the resume is a very limited document. You have very limited time. You have very limited space to really um, put yourself out there. And you want to focus heavily on the work experience and actual skills um, in regards to that job and in regards to that software and things like that. So you don't want to waste space with um, hobbies or references as well, which I'll talk about in a few. The next thing is political and religious views. So leave these off your resume. Um, this goes back to my first point. You don't know who's on the other end. You don't know what political views they have. You don't know what religious views they have. You don't know any of this whatsoever. And the last thing you want to do is throw somebody off by, you know, um, uh, proudly representing a certain party or proudly representing a certain religious group, which is completely fine. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I personally, me, I just don't want you being denied because someone on the other end, they couldn't look past that or someone on the other end wasn't mature enough to look past that and really value you for who you are and your experience and your skill set. But they had to um, throw you out the gate because you didn't share the same political views or you didn't share the same religious views as them. I don't want to see you go out like that personally. And that's and that's all that is about that. So. Don't put any political or religious views. And as I mentioned, I really want you guys to be proud of who you are. And I really want you guys to be proud of what you represent. But I don't want you get to get denied because, you know, someone on the other end um, got in their feelings and decided to reject you based off of um, something like that. So no political or religious views. And last but not least, references. Keep references off. Um, if you must submit references, submit them three to five references on a separate document and do that after the job interview if they ask for them. Most of the times nowadays, they really don't ask for them, but always have those ready. So you don't want to have no references available upon request on your resume or references furnished upon request. You don't want any of that because that statement alone just says, hey, I'll give you my references if you request them. You know, it doesn't make any sense to put it on there. Employers know um, if if they want references, they're going to ask you for them, and then you provide them at that point. Um, in fact, that's something I, like, for me, that's, that's how I know where I am in the job search process sometimes. I will have a job interview, and then uh, three, four days later, they ask for references. I'm like, okay, so this means that they're probably pursuing me, so here are my references and things like that. So, Oh, yeah, guys, that wraps it up. That's what I would leave off the resume. And I know a lot of you ha are having trouble with the resume. I get a lot of emails from you guys. I really appreciate it. And that's why I want you to go over to 7minutejobinterview.com forward slash resume. So you can scan your resume and you can scan you can scan the job description and see if your resume fits and see what corrections you need to make on your resume so you can be successful on your job search and you don't have to get denied by um, a robot pretty much that's determining if you're qualified for this position or not. I don't want to see you go through that. So once again, seven minute job interview.com forward slash resume. And if you guys want to talk to me about anything, um, you have a question for me, you want to contact me, uh, you want to talk about getting your resume scan, anything, contact me at ask that's A S K at seven minute job interview.com. And the seven is always the number seven. So the number seven, 
minutejobinterview.com. So check me out there and I'll be glad to answer your question. So with that being said, I appreciate you guys for listening. This was a longer one than usual, but I like to provide, um, you know, some good quality content for you guys. I don't want to be too vague just because we call it seven minute job interview. Doesn't mean we have to finish all the time in seven minutes. I want to be sure that you guys are getting all the knowledge you need and getting all of the information you need in order to be successful in your next endeavor, get that dream job or get that job that's going to help you um, pay your bills and pay your student loans and really put you in a position to succeed professionally. That's my goal here. And I really appreciate you guys. I really do appreciate y'all for listening to the show. And with that being said, I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.